0: Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life so you will stay fully connected to your dharma or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candace McKim.
1: Welcome, welcome everyone to this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes. I'm Intuitive Business Coach Candace McKim and I am really excited for today's guest. I have the amazing Samantha Ka'awa here today. And so um, our show today is How to Stop Feeling Crazy in Your Marriage. Um, yeah, this is something that uh is going to be really powerful powerful for all of us whether we uh are in a healthy relationship or we've gone through divorce or however we are in our marriage relationships. I feel like this is going to be a really really powerful uh amazing show. So have you ever felt like you were going crazy in your marriage? If the, if you feel completely stuck in your most meaningful relationship and want to know what your next steps, your next right steps and this is week's episode is going to be fantastic with the amazing Samantha Ka'awa, and she's going to be able to help us. You actually can transform your relationships, live happier, and have a more meaningful life. So today, Samantha is going to dive into us and teach you her counterculture approach to resolving marital challenges and help you completely transform yourself and save your marriage so welcome Samantha I'm so excited for you to be here this is going to be amazing thank you
2: thank you, thank you. yes I am thrilled to be here with you as well it's so bright and early in the morning for me <laughs> but it was yeah. so worth it to be here
1: yeah Samantha is in Hawaii so it is what 6 a.m for you so thank you for getting up and looking so pulled together for this early in okay. the morning. So <laughs> let me introduce you properly. Samantha Kawa is a best-selling author, speaker, former marriage therapist, empowerment coach for married women and the founder of The Gems with Samantha Kawa, an international coaching and training company. Her main focus is helping women become their best selves while staying in and completely transforming their marriage. Samantha has been uh, recognized as a leading expert on relationship and is on a mission to help restore trust and faith in the world. She has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBC, and other international publications and podcasts, sharing counterculture views on relationship. I'm so excited to dive into this topic of counterculture. Plus, I just want to give a shout out that Samantha is the co-creator with myself uh, and Renshaw Van Bryce in uh, creating our Clarity, Confidence, Connection summits, movement, events, the whole shebang. (laughs) So tell us a little bit, uh, Samantha, about your journey, how you got into this field, and a little bit of your hell yes moments along the way. So just take us away to share a little bit more about yourself
2: yeah i i mean i think i was given a a birth plan (laughs) from the beginning of being in this field you know as a young child before i was even one my parents were split up and then divorced soon later and i grew up in a family of divorced women and very empowered women um, but nonetheless a broken family and I swore to myself as a little girl that I would never get divorced. And then seven years ago, there I was on the brink of divorce in a marriage to my high school sweetheart and with three girls, so three beautiful children. And I was like, here I am exactly where I swore I wouldn't be. And I think that every moment of my life has been laid out for me to learn and understand the depths of relationships in order to better teach what I teach now. So I think it was just the course of my life has has prepared me to be here. And as well as my formal training of marriage and family therapy, um, that being my background uh, as a career, has also prepared me to support women in their relationships and the one thing that I felt when I was going through the thick of, you know, being on the brink of divorce was crazy. And I didn't want any other woman to feel that way either. I wanted to help empower them to not feel crazy in their marriage and not have to leave necessarily to fix it. So that's kind of the faster version of how how I got to this place today.
1: Yeah. And it seems like, yeah, like I can really, feel that how intuitively or how you've been guided, right? Like you said, it's like your life path, right? Mm -hmm. That you grow up with it. And then you take it in, you know, you take more training about it in university. Like, obviously, it's like, that's part of the journey, right? And then to, I don't know if you would say create it, but for it to be created in your own life and in your own household. And uh, it takes me back the whole feeling crazy part, because I feel like there's something about you know, the, the energy around that. Right. And so tell us a little bit more. So I I said, taking me back to my first marriage. Right. And I, when I went through that divorce, this marriage I've been in, we were, we've been married 26 years. So I don't feel as crazy in this (laughs) marriage, but when I, but I'm take I'm going back to my first marriage and yeah, those moments of like, what the hell is going on? And I feel like because maybe if there's untruths or lies, you you know intuitively, mm-hmm. right, if someone's telling the truth or not, but then mm-hmm. they're telling you something else, and you love this person, and you trust this person, and so then you do start to really feel crazy, and, it, and this is my experience anyway, is that mm-hmm. the lies, I could intuitively, I knew he was lying to me, but then right. it was like, but then it's like, okay, how does that show up, right? How does that?
2: Yeah, yeah it, it, it's amazing how, you know, when we're empathic and intuitive and, and just apologizing, my fur baby wanted to join us. And instead of her barking, she's going to just be right next to me. <laughs> um, it's It's just amazing how, you know, when we're very empathic and we're very sensitive to other people's energies, it's easy for us to feel crazy when, someone is saying something and we're feeling something different, Mm -hmm. right? Or just in general, the results or the evidence outside of ourselves isn't matching to the internal feelings that we're having. And so that's, that's actually really key to be aware of that, you know, be aware how empathic and how sensitive we are to energy in order to stop feeling that craziness. That's just one of the many components of, you know, how we can, we as women, we as empaths can definitely go on this roller coaster ride of feelings and absolutely turn ourselves into this place of feeling crazy. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So tell us more about your journey and some of the hell yes moments that really led you to doing this amazing work in the world.
2: Yeah, so the first, I mean, obviously there were moments growing up that just imprinted on me um my relationship values and the importance of relationships. However, you know, like I said 6 7 years ago when I was on the brink of divorce because I I found out actually about my husband's addiction that he was hiding a 10-year addiction behind my back. That was probably the most painful Dark night of the soul that I've been through. And that was the catalyst, though, of me getting even more passionate about relationships and helping people to um, overcome their relationship challenges. But more so, I wanted to do it for me, right? Like I wanted to learn how to save my own marriage. Mm -hmm. And something that I swore in myself at that point, right? As as a little girl, I didn't want to get divorced. But as an adult, I knew that you know, sometimes divorce is okay. My parents got divorced. That was actually a great thing for me and it was okay. And yet there was something that still, still felt off for me. So what I, what I decided in that moment was that I wasn't going to leave this marriage until I was a whole person. Right. And that was a huge Mm -hmm. hell yes moment for me because that got me off the fence. That And and I realized that being on the fence in my marriage saying, you know, do I stay? Do I go? I don't know. I I want a divorce. No, I don't. Just being on that, that really that fence of indecision Mm -hmm. caused me more suffering (laughs) than anything else. So that was a super big hell yes moment of just deciding to stay in my marriage until I felt whole. I love the caveat here is that I wasn't in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that that made that decision an empowered,
1: an empowered decision. Right. Yeah. 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 And I just love that, that you, you said you made the decision that you're going to stay until you felt whole. Yes. And so tell us more about that. Like, what does that mean? Like, what does that look like?
2: Yeah. So, like, cause, sorry,
1: uh, just because I always feel like I'm still on this journey. <laughs> like, what? Right? Like, does it? Do yeah. I ever feel completely whole? Right? But I'm all because I'm always on the journey. Or, or are you talking more about? Um, is it in the relationship that you felt your own complete person, not just trying to fix it? Or tell us more about it.
2: Yeah, I really like that distinction, Candice, and I, I agree. Like, we're always on this journey. We're not ever done learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the terms that I use in in marriages and in relationships is complete, right? So mm-hmm. until I felt that I was complete in this marriage, that what I came to learn here was done, those types of things really defined for me to feel like a whole person, um, especially because I knew there was so much brokenness in me about my parents being divorced, me having um, you know, daddy issues, right? Like he yes. left when I was young and my husband was filling in that gap for a little bit. I knew that I was playing out some of my father issues um, with him. So even just feeling whole again, from that perspective of like, okay, he's, he's obviously playing into a role that I need healing and that he was helping me with. So one of the main teaching tenants mm-hmm. that I Love to share is that your relationship is a perfect reflection, right? Even your marriage is a perfect reflection of an internal belief that you have. Mm -hmm. And so I actually began to love being in my marriage because he reflected back to me things that I couldn't see, even if I was just staring in the mirror, right? Because he triggered me so much <laughs> that that trigger point gave me insight of to what i believe right and what what were the internal systems that were operating and causing me to have these experiences in my life so he gave me the greatest gift of feedback every time he mm. triggered me and that's what i mean about becoming a whole person is i wanted to be empowered to feel, to think, to to do, you know, from the inside out and not be, I guess, controlled by the circumstance, situations or conditions, which included my husband's behavior or lack of it. So that yeah. was something that I defined as being a whole person, right, or feeling mm-hmm. whole before leaving.
1: Oh, I totally see that. I have always said that my marriage now would not have worked. If I hadn't had my first marriage, right? right? And I it's because I I learned so much about myself. You know, like I, my background is I have a degree in social work, and so I went into a relationship really as in that role. Like I took on that role of social worker and counselor and coach. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, when it's your partner, it it didn't work, right? It didn't work at all, and it just created. And, and we stayed together. Like we were together for seven years, had two children and uh, worked at it. Like I thought, like I kept working at it and working at it and working at it. And it's like, you know what? I don't actually want to, this to be a job, right? Yeah. <laughs> for my marriage to be a job, right? And yeah. so, yeah. So going into my now marriage, I came in with a real uh, partnership. Right. It's like, okay, we're equal partners. We, yeah, like it's not, there's nothing to fix there. I a hundred percent respect and trust and value him him, the way he is. And there's nothing to fix. So it's, and I, the same with me, like I don't have, he doesn't have to fix anything for me either. right? Right. So I see exactly what you're saying. Oh, I love this topic. All right. It's time for our first break of the show. So when we come back, we're going to dive into, I'm hoping that we're going to dive into more about the counterculture. Um, the languaging is really interesting to me and this counterculture approach. So we have been talking about our hell yeses on Samantha's journey and about relationships. So you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Candace McKim with Samantha Kawa and we will be right back.
0: Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition, and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition, and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? email become a host at inspired choices network.com this is find your hell yes with candace mckim to participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspired you can also send an email to info at now back to the program
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I'm can- I'm intuitive business coach Candice McKim, and you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes on Inspire Choices Network. So if you're just joining us, please join us live. Come into the chat room on Inspire Choices Network, and we will. You can put in the chat. You can ask Samantha any questions that you have, and uh, join the fun. So I have special guest Samantha Kawa, and before we went to break, we were talking about um, finding your hell yes moments along the way and a, along Samantha's journey about our relationships and that your relationship is a perfect reflection of some belief that you have about yourself. And so now we're going to be talking about counter cult, the counter-counter counterculture approach to resolving marital challenges that's go, that are going to help you uh, completely transform yourself and save your marriage. So Tell us more about this method. I'm super excited about this.
2: Yeah, so I mean, the, a lot of the tenants that I teach definitely come uh, from a place that is in some ways against the social norm. But the one that I think you're alluding to or we're wanting to talk about that's the most counterculture is talking about how it only takes one person to transform any relationship right? Mm -hmm. I think you hear the terms, it takes two to tango, right? 50-50, you know, my better half, like it's all talking about how we complete each other as a couple. And the reality is, if you talk to the leading experts today, they highly recommend you to come in as 100% and 100%, right? (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. a whole person and a whole person. And that's the way to have the best relationship. But one yeah. of the things that's not spoken about very often is how it really does only take one person to transform any relationship. And that's actually coming from the foundation of science. Mm-hmm. Right? I studied um I I'm a systems person as a marriage and family therapist. I studied and I had the background in understanding open systems. And open systems, the law of open systems says that if you change one part of a system, by law, the system must either change, right? It must Mm -hmm. adapt to the initial change or it will come to a natural completion, right? You think of species in, in the environment. So you have an ecosystem, for example. And if a species becomes extinct, the rest of the ecosystem must accommodate that extinction or the whole ecosystem will fall apart. Right. Oh, it will geez. come to a natural completion. So that's one of the things that although it's so well known, we don't apply
1: that to our
2: relationship, our marriages. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And going back to my first marriage, it was completely complete. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it, you know, it and it's because yeah. it'll be funny. Like I'll go back to uh, like. After, so then I moved away. Right. And so I'll go back and be talking to people that knew me in that relationship. And they'll ask me about him and stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh, like, it's just like, it was so complete. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, like, and there's, there wasn't a lot of, for me, and I, I know this isn't for for sure, isn't for a lot of women, but there wasn't a lot of residual stuff mm-hmm. that I took, like I, I, I carry around with, I know there's nothing anymore that I carry around with me other than compassion right? Uh, For him and his what he's created with his life. But yeah, it was very, very complete for me. And um, yeah, so I really love that you're saying that. But you're right, we don't think of that in in our relationships.
2: No. And so it's, it's, it's nothing new. However, the reason why it's counterculture is because we don't actually approach relationships that way. So many couples, I, you know, I've worked with many couples, I work with, Specifically, the women, and they come to me saying, "Well, he's not willing to do this, or she always does that, and she's controlling, and he doesn't listen, and it really the the finger gets pointed to the other person, and mm-hmm. they're waiting and waiting and waiting for their partner to change in order for them to feel better or for them to feel loved or for them to feel heard or seen, and that is so like our culture." Teaches us that we have to wait for something to happen in order for us to feel good, to feel loved, to mm-hmm. trust someone, and that's that's the thing. That's what makes it corner culture. It it's actually not up. It, it it is quite common sense, but we don't. I guess the common part is not there. But <laughs> it <laughs> it it's, it's based in science, right? So naturally this is the order of things however our culture has shown us to look at things so backwards and so different so I'm just bringing back nature into relationships
1: essentially (laughs) yeah and really making ourselves like you said whole but happy and doing all of those things for ourselves you know um this is uh, with with my husband, Darren. Um, it was quite a few years ago and I bought a bouquet of flowers and they were on the kitchen table. And... I just remember the story. So, or this incident so clearly because it's still showing up. So um, I had a bouquet, you know, those big, huge Costco bouquets of flowers on the kitchen table. And the kid, uh, my daughter for sure was in the kitchen, maybe one of my other kids. And my husband was coming in from the garage and he had to walk through the kitchen and the dining room to wherever he was going, the bedroom, bathroom, whatever. And as he's walking by, he stops and he goes, Oh, you bought yourself a bouquet of flowers. And I paused and I said, no, I bought our house a bouquet of flowers, aren't they? Or I bought us and our family and our home a bouquet of flowers. Aren't they beautiful? And he goes, he paused and he goes, yes, they are. And then he even smelt the flowers <laughs> and then went on to the bathroom. And my daughter looked at me and said, good one, mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it was just this way of shifting the perception of it. And Mm -hmm. now, and so what makes me still, what made me think about it is this week, this, Monday, we were at Costco and he stops at the flower shop, like the flower part of Costco. And he waits for me uh, until I pick out the flowers. And I picked one uh, bouquet and then we did some more stuff. And I said, you know what, I'm going to, I saw her bring in some other ones that were really bright colors. I'm going to go grab those ones instead. Okay. You know, so it's just become part of, so that feeds my soul to have flowers in my home, fresh flowers every two weeks. You know, in my home. And that is part of my joy. And he doesn't see it as anything necessary, but I do. I like it and it's part of who I am.
2: Yeah. And you got to choose that. You got to empower yourself and say, I don't need someone to buy me flowers. Like I enjoy flowers and I would love to gift this to my home. I would love to you know liven up my space and and bring joy into my my own life and everyone else's as well right and that's that that's exactly the way that we can be the one to ignite change in our relationships right we are change agents and we by our shift in our energy our mindset our perception it is inevitable like I can't (laughs) Uh, stress this enough to even my clients. And even just yesterday, I was on a call with one of my clients that I've worked with for now um, six months. And she's just in awe of the changes she's seeing in her partner, Mm. simply because she's shifting herself. I'm like, see, we don't need to work on him or fix him. He will naturally change and shift based on your own changes based Mm -hmm. on your own growth, you know, there's, there's this, I think, a lot of people think that we outgrow our partners. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
2: actually want to counter that thought, and say exactly what you said, Candice, about your first marriage is that you didn't outgrow your partner, you completed the marriage, you completed Mm. the relationship, right? right? Because I personally believe nature doesn't outgrow each other, right? One tree isn't necessarily competing with the tree next to it. Although, you know, sometimes that happens in nature. But the reality is, it's not growing to beat the other tree. (laughs) or It's not trying to outgrow anything around it. And so the reality is, is that we can grow together, the ecosystem Mm -hmm. is meant and built to uplift each other. And that's what our relationships do. If we are growing, and we're focusing our on our own internal growth, and not waiting for circumstance, circumstances or situations to change outside of us, then we can raise the frequency
1: of everyone around us. Yes, right? yes, hell yes. Hell yeah, yes. like I, I I, have a couple of things coming to me. Like one is that I had a lot of women would come to yoga and then, because I had a yoga studio for 17 years, and so they would come to yoga classes, and then they would stop for whatever reason, and then they would come back and they said, "Yeah, my husband's thought I, my husband rec- or said, "Oh, aren't you doing yoga anymore?" and wanted me to come back to yoga <laughs> right And because we know yoga shifts our mm-hmm. our energy, right, and so they're bringing a different energy into the household and I have said this and taught this for decades that it only takes one person in the household to meditate to entirely shift the energy of not only the household but especially the household but also the children will take that energy out into their classes and their schools and their friend groups Mm -hmm. that you know like there was a period when I was uh just pregnant or before I got pregnant with our third child and I every month I would get cr- crazy hormonal before my, before my period. And it would create chaos, you know, that like the only time I fought with my husband was the day before my period. Like, and then I'd be like, Oh, Christ, how does this happened every month. <laughs> I don't recognize that, you know, we're having a fight. Oh, my period shows up the next day. Right. And so then, um, but then, so I went back into meditating And I haven't stopped, like, you know, that youngest child is now 25 years old and a doctor, right? And Mm -hmm. I have not ever missed a day, maybe I've missed a couple of days, but I've meditated consistently. And that energy goes out, right? It goes out to the household, to the family. So I see what you're saying, it just takes one person to really really shift the energy. And honestly, we've actually had um, friends of both, of all of our children, Um, come back to us in fact one of uh, my daughter's friends uh, her mom had passed away when they were just in grade 12 and she was not on a a, on a great path and she said that our like like my daughter Chloe and us we helped her get through that and she's come back you know eight years later and said that she was close to really going off in a bad direction and that us having our energy and just you know, being there and open and, you know, so, and the kids never went to school in frenetic energy or hostile energy, or, you know, even anxious energy because the household was calm. So yeah,
2: that in that frequency, that vibration, just that impact that you're making by you meditating and then allowing that vibration to spread throughout your family. Yeah. It's, it's just so powerful. And I think it's, it's the moments where we do the work and then we're like, Hey, but why is it only me? Hey, but you should be mm. doing stuff too. That's when we like disconnect the energy again. Right. Yeah. And then we go, okay, okay. I got to meditate again. I got to meditate again. And we meditate, meditate. Hey, but why again, am I the only one that's washing the dishes and cleaning the house? And, and then every time we go back into that, that comparison mode, right. Or the victim mode, that's, the energy that actually disconnects the relationship. It's not the you growing. It's not the you meditating. It's not the you becoming more of yourself that's outgrowing your partner. It really is only when you tap back into that despair of why am I here and and he's there or she or whatever. And that is the brokenness in the family and the brokenness in the relationship. That's what causes the disconnect. Right. Mm.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay. We're going to talk more about that. Um, yeah. It's time for our next break of the show. So you're listening to uh, Samantha Kaala and Candace McKim on find your hell. Yes. And we're talking about how to stop feeling crazy in your marriage. And uh, so far, this has been really, really insightful for, for everybody listening. You're listening on inspired choices network. We will be right back.
0: Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is a really, really amazing show today we're having with Samantha Ka'awa. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And we're talking about how to stop feeling crazy in your marriage. So Samantha Ka'awa is an empowerment coach. She's also a best-selling author and speaker, but she's an empowerment coach for married women and the founder of The Gems, which is an international coaching and training company. So Samantha, before we go into this next, as we can, before we continue on talking about this, this topic and um, how going into comparison or victim mode is what disconnects us in our relationships, tell everybody how they can connect with you and how they can uh, work with you.
2: Yeah, I think the best way to connect with me is going to my website at www.thegems.com. Um, and that actually stands for the gift of each meaningful moment shared. Uh, I and I, I, just, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So each gem, we look for the gems in our relationships and it's really finding those gifts of those meaningful moments that we share with one another. And those gems, you know, coming from that that space of gratitude has really saved my marriage. And I know it saves many,
1: many, many relationships too. Yeah. So do you mostly work with women one-on-one or how can people work with you?
2: Yeah, I, I mostly work with women in the relationship or, you know, no offense men, but I call them the change agents in the relationship some men can be change agents too. Um, anyone can be actually, but I normally work with the one partner who tends to be the change agent in the relationship, the motivated partner, the one who wants to see the relationship grow. Um, I, ha- I do also um, work with couples. If both parties are highly motivated and they really want to get the work done, uh, having both people there is great as well. Um, but more often than not, there's one partner that wants to be there more than the other, and that's the partner that I work with. And I do work Mm -hmm. um, on an individual basis, but also at a group level, because I think it's really powerful to be amongst other women who also are going through very similar experiences. And it really helps us to cut down that feeling of craziness when other women are going through the exact same thing, right? knowing you're not alone in this journey.
1: Yeah. And sometimes you just need like just a little tweak on your perception. Right. You know, like it sometimes it's not like I remember uh, one time questioning my relationship now, um, you know, like this relationship. But a while ago and, you know, talking about, you know, because I had a yoga studio and I, you know, so much into yoga and living yoga and raising our children yogic. And you know, my husband wouldn't come to my yoga classes. (laughs) He doesn't like group classes. (laughs) He would do yoga with me uh like on vacation or any other time around the at the house, but he doesn't didn't want to come to the group classes. Mm. But but then anytime I was speaking at anything, he was hauling stuff, he was video recording, he was, you know, like when we get set up at events and train, you know, trainings and workshops and all the stuff I was I've always done. And but he was so, so supportive. And it was just one of my friends said to me, she said, what do you mean he's not yogic? Like, oh my God, he's like connected to nature because we live on an acreage. He loves nature. He loves body movement. He eats healthy, you know, doesn't sleep well, like all of the stuff. Like, what do you mean? He's not. And it was just that little tiny bit of perception that, yeah, he didn't come to my yoga classes, but right. I don't believe you have to be go to yoga to be go to yoga classes to be a yogini either. Right. So it was just that little shift of perception, right. That, that just changed changed it for me so powerfully that I've never questioned it again,
2: you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, I think what you're speaking to as well is when we're amongst others, it's, it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame, right? So it's so easy for us to get caught up in the story that we're stuck in, which is my husband isn't a yogini because he doesn't come to my yoga classes. It's, it's, it's really easy to get stuck in that story and it's hard to see it as a story, unless we have other people helping us to give us different perspectives. So absolutely, it's sometimes it's a subtle shift, but it's like mind blowing. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that changed my whole world.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what else are you seeing in your business that or what other tips that you can share with uh, the listeners that would really help them? In their marriages and their relationships.
2: Yeah, I, there there is one more teaching tenet that I tend tend to teach, um, especially when I'm talking about this counterculture um, mindset and especially on relationships, is that really healthy relationships are built on a foundation of self trust. Mm-hmm. And I think in our society, in our culture, we emphasize trust being earned being built being right that when you lose someone's trust you have to earn it back they have to earn it back yes and I actually don't believe in that because honestly I can't if I lived my life waiting for someone to be trustworthy I would not be in any relationship friendship <laughs> like there's right because we're all we all make mistakes and it's inevitable that we're gonna do something that will break someone's trust or um, offend someone or hurt someone because we're human, right? And then that's a really lonely life to live. So what it's I high believe- high
1: expectations, right? It's having yeah, high very, expectations on everybody. Like yes, un- unbelievably high that they can't live up to.
2: And that's where I see a lot of my women suffer because they're like, well, he's not trustworthy yet. He broke my trust, he betrayed me. And I'm like, okay, yes. And, right, it's not about him earning your trust back. It's you trusting yourself again. Mm -hmm. What happened when there was a betrayal in your relationship was you started questioning you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you questioned them because they broke your trust. But more importantly, you started questioning you. You said, I'm guessing, but I think I'm pretty on it on point here, right? You're saying, how did I not see that? How did I not know? Yeah was I being blind? What? I'm so naive. Oh my gosh. Right. And you just start saying these things to yourself and then you, you're not trusting yourself anymore. And so and it's not. Intuition. Exactly. Your intuition is now being filtered through fear. Your intuition is now being, you know, really clouded by the empathic energy that you're just feeling around you versus mm-hmm. Really centering yourself and coming from this calm, confident energy. And that's gone. You've disconnected from that source. And that right there causes more dysfunction in relationships because you're not connected, right? Because mm. you're shaky in yourself. So you're going to be more um, suspicious. You're going to be more on edge. You're right. And all of those activities and all of those thoughts. Are exactly what make you feel crazy <laughs> that yeah. we spin ourselves out they nah. our partners do one or two things that are a little sketchy, and we're off to the races, yeah, we're down yeah. this never ending spiral of oh, and then he must be doing this and that and and we just create this whole narrative in our mind that drives us insane, so again, I go back to the main point of it really is you that you need to trust, that Mm -hmm. self-trust. All healthy relationships are built on a foundation of self-trust. And I also use self with a higher, like a a uppercase S, right? Like our higher self as well. We trust our higher self. And then we trust our human self to interpret the message correctly. And then we operate as an intuitive being in
1: this world, right? Uh, uh, aligned. Yes, go. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, and that's I work a lot, lot with people on this as well as an intuitive business coach, right? Is ah. they, yeah, they they have stopped trusting their intuition because mm-hmm. maybe something happened instead of taking those experiences and looking at those experiences as, um, you know, growth or that mirror like you were talking about at the beginning, right? That mirror of uh learning and lessons it's like oh I didn't see it I don't trust my intuition anymore right as opposed to thinking well the universe is always working for me and everything is working perfectly so this was supposed to happen so that I could be guided to, into this next
2: yes yeah, whatever feedback. it is it's only feedback right yeah. yeah yeah so I to presence this in the relationship right Mm-hmm. Again, I told you seven years ago, I found myself on the brink of divorce because I found out my husband was hiding a 10-year addiction behind my back. And that was the moment. Yes, it was a hell yes moment that I wasn't going to leave my marriage till I was a whole person. But it was another moment that I realized I didn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't trust myself with men. I didn't trust myself in general, in relationships and I really had to rebuild that trust in me. And I said to myself, it's so cool. It's so cool because seven years ago, I said, okay, I'm not leaving till I'm a whole person. But more importantly, I want to be able to trust myself that if this ever happens again, I will be able to handle it. I'll know what to do. I can, you know, walk through it with my head held high. And just recently, right, something Happened in my marriage where my husband actually relapsed and he's back in his addiction and his depression is really high. And I got an opportunity. The universe divinely gave me this opportunity where I got to trust myself. You know, mm-hmm. the things that he was saying to me were hurtful. The things that he, you know, wanted to do, he wanted to move out, also hurtful. And yet I got to to hold myself in trust and in love and say, no, I'm showing up as the best version of myself that I've ever shown up in. And mm-hmm. I trust that I'm doing what I can to be the best wife, the best mother, and I got to hold space for him while he's going through this his dark night of the soul, his, you know, soul's journey into the next level of, you know, transcendence for him. And that felt so empowering.
1: Yeah, and it's not going back into those old patterns. So it's coming in with awareness consciousness that i'm not going to go back into those old cycles, you know, and old patterns, right? I'm mm-hmm. going to stay in who i am now and move through through this now with with my own empowerment.
2: Yeah, and and the cool thing about it is you don't have to suffer twice, right? We stress out and we're like, oh, but what if he does this again? And i need to catch him and i need to be more aware and i need to be more alert. And i'm mm-hmm. like, stop. Stop it. If he does this again to you, Trust that you will handle it when it happens or if it happens. But until then, you're torturing yourself because <laughs> it's not
1: happening right now, right? Okay, and so that about- was a that was an aha moment. So say that again. Trust that you say this. Can you say it again?
2: Yeah, well, you trust said? yourself that if anything were to happen, because just let's be real, things will happen. Maybe yeah. it's not the same thing, but things will happen in your relationship. Trust that when something happens that you will be able to handle it and that you will know what to do intuitively. And until then leave it alone because you're just torturing yourself.
1: (laughs) Yes. Trust, trust yourself, trust that you'll be able to handle it and stop worrying. So what you're saying ultimately is stop stressing about the possibility of things happening again and just know that if it does, you got it.
2: Exactly. And that is really the foundation of not feeling crazy anymore in your marriage, because it, you trust yourself that at any given moment, no matter what the universe throws at you, that you are guided, you are sourced, you are loved, you are protected, like everything is provided for you. And if you Love have it. that trust, and you can walk with that confidence, that calm, confident energy, that you don't have to prepare for the worst, that mm-hmm. you will be fully equipped when that moment comes to navigate it exactly how you're meant to navigate
1: yeah, love it. Man, this time is going so quickly. It's time for our <laughs> next break of the show. Uh, uh, you are listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim, as well as relationship expert, Samantha Ka'awa. When we return, we're going to talk to you about our Clarity Confidence Connection Summit that is coming up on January 26th and 27th. You're listening on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back.
0: Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition, and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition, and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Inspired Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I am Candice McKim, and I have my friend and collaborator, (laughs) collaboration expert, Samantha Ka'awa. And we are going to be, we've been talking about how to stop feeling crazy in your marriage. So if uh, you're just joining us, you'll want to come back and listen to this uh, episode, and you'll be able to find it on all of your favorite platforms of podcast TV, radio platforms. And when you go, make sure you like, share, rate, all of the things, uh, follow all of the things. So Samantha, Samantha Kawa, uh, my guest today, and Renshaw Van Bryce, who is another uh, show host on Inspire Choices Network, and myself, Candice McKim, we have created the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. And it is happening on January 26th and 27th. And uh, so the best way to get your free ticket, that's right, it's 100% free. We have 80 speakers or almost 80 speakers of amazing experts from around the world that are speaking on our summit. And um, so the best way to get your free ticket is to go to our website clarityconfidenceconnection.com and then you scroll down and then you'll be able to get the link as well as the link is in the show notes. So Samantha tell everybody a little bit about the summit.
2: Yes, I'm so thrilled even just the evolution of this summit. Um one day Candace was doing some outreach and networking and she called me and we were chatting about what we wanted to do next. What was next for both of us and um i think both both of us almost simultaneously had thought of wanting to do a summit i wanted to do something more relational obviously like a relationship summit and candice was like yeah summit in general right like let's do summits and we actually brainstormed and came up with along with renchelle you know what is missing out there in the world what are are women lacking or feeling that you know, what are they feeling out there? And we found that a lot of women are feeling disconnected. They're lacking their confidence in themselves and they feel really fuzzy about what their next steps are. Right. And what they mm-hmm. wanted was that clarity, that confidence and that connection with other women. And that's how this beautiful movement was born.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 And then we started chatting about, OK, so who are our women and our women are badass women that want to make impact in the world that they really want to show up and uh, run their businesses or, you know, get to their next level su- of success in relationships, in finances, in following their intuition. And yeah, and break through all the barriers. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So
2: yes, right through the barriers and the BS.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The BS. Yeah. And unlock their next level of success. Like I feel like, I know for myself, I try to hide my drive. A lot of times I saw it as my shadow. And, you know, it's just been in the last decade, really, where I really have owned it, right? Like, yes, I want to make impact. I want to make income. Right? And I have no shame around it. Like, this is who I am. And this is why I'm here in this lifetime is to really show up, you know, in my full expression of myself, but owning that part of myself. And I feel like there's other there's so many women, other women out there. That are the same, that maybe they're hiding parts of themselves and thinking of it as their shadow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's nothing more beautiful than women empowering women, right? Like mm-hmm. to see all these badass women coming together, right? And encouraging one another and supporting each other and just tapping into the abundance of life and the universe and the world and saying like, let's uplift each other, let's do this together, no more doing, no more lone wolf syndrome, right, (laughs) like,
0: let's move
2: as a path, let's help each other, and that has been the most beautiful thing that's been born from this movement, from our summits, is just seeing all these other entrepreneurs, and moms and wives and just women in general and and actually a lot of men have been supporting our movement as well but just seeing all these people come together and saying yeah like let's speak on the same stage yes let's support each other yeah we all have unique voices so there's no competition and that's just been phenomenal
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's just growing. Like you said, it's become a movement. Right. One of the other speakers said that at the last summit is that this is like a movement of women supporting women. And yeah, we had twenty three hundred participants sign up last summit. This time we anticipate double that, that it's a global summit. So you're connecting It's a it's on January 26th and 27th. It's two full days. There's the three of us, Ranchelle, Samantha, and myself, and we're all interviewing our guest speakers simultaneously. So when you go into the the Zoom group or Zoom rooms, you can choose which talks you want to listen to. And then Mm -hmm. the amazing thing is that now um, Inspired Choices Network is going to be sending out all of the talks to over 380 platforms around the world. So I really, uh, I I really encourage you to get your free ticket. Go to, uh, go on, just go go to clarityconfidenceconnection.com. You'll go to the home page. You'll scroll down and see the summit, and then you can claim your free ticket. So Samantha, thank you so much for being here today. This has been really, really powerful, and you are also one of the speakers and going to be talking at the summit. And so, again, share with everybody how they can get a hold of you and how, yeah, your website and how they can connect. Yeah,
2: you. so go ahead and look me up on my website. It's www.thegems, T H E G E M M S dot com. And yeah, just connect with me there.
1: Okay. And yeah, so, and then also, like I said, uh, Samantha is going to be doing. Um, uh, so most of the talks are 25 minutes, but Samantha Ranchell and I, plus three other featured speakers are going to be speaking for f- 55 minutes or an hour. So it's going to be really uh, a deep dive into our, uh, into our talks. So join the Clarity Confidence Connection and next week I will be back on Inspired Choices Thank Network. you for listening to the Find Your Hell Yes show. Candace McKim returns
0: Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you.